like me, you don't have a raging migraine right now, which is really killing me at the moment. It did, uh, I'm starting this later than I intended to, simply because of the fact that I was hoping the medication would help to make it go away. Sadly, it has not. Alas, that is life, eh? So I have five wonderful jazz uh, compositions for you today by five different artists. A couple that I've featured in the past, and I thought I'll continue to feature them because I just love their music so much. I, uh, I hope everybody's been having a wonderful weekend. If the weekend still has meaning to you. I mean, with myself, of course, I'm still waiting to go back to full-time work. I did actually work for Friday for the first time since the 20th of March. It was only a few hours, but nevertheless, work is work, and it was it was nice to go. And looks like I'll be doing a half day on Monday, so we'll see how uh, things progress from here on out. Hopefully, we'll all be back to work soon, because uh, I don't know about you, but I'm getting a little bit squirrely staying in the house all the time with very little to do other than go for a walk, groceries, or sit on my buddy's porch and drink some beer. Mind you, those are all fun things to do, but I'd like to go to the gym again. Maybe go to a shopping mall or a concert or a movie. Anyway, I'm no different than anybody else when it comes to that. So let's start today off with um, a composition by uh, Kenny Burrell. This uh, was recorded uh, in 1963 from the album Midnight Blue. This is Mr. Kenny Burrell with his composition Chitlin's Con Carne. Thank you. 
Foster, Kenny Burrell, with his 1963 recording, Chitlin's Con Carney, Absolute Guitar Master, Monster Player, as they say. So, uh, Mr. Burrell um, toured with Oscar Peterson in 1955, and in 56 he moved to New York City with uh, Tommy Flanagan, and within a few months he had already recorded his first album for Blue Note Records. Both he and uh, Flanagan worked together and were, were sought after as sidemen and studio musicians, frequently performing with uh, Tony Bennett, Lena Horne, he recorded with Billie Holiday, and uh, Jimmy Smith, to name a few. He, um, For a time, he was in uh, Benny Goodman's band, and uh, I guess since about 1978, he started teaching a course at UCLA, um, at the time they called it Ellingtonia, which was effectively examining the life and uh, accomplishments of uh, Duke Ellington. They never actually collaborated directly, but Duke Ellington has cited Burrell as his favorite guitar player. And of course, Kenny Burrell has recorded a number of uh, tributes and interpretations of uh, the Duke's work. I guess since uh, 96, um, Burrell has served as the director of jazz studies at UCLA. So, wow, well done, sir. I understand he's had some health issues in the last uh, year or so. I don't know how things are going currently, but um, he uh, he became socially isolated and uh, socially and physically isolated in his home. I guess he had some issues with his wife, who is 37 years younger than him. So, good on you, Kenny. <laughs> Mr. Burrell is uh, still alive and well at the age of 88. Well, how well, we're not sure, but he's still uh, still, still playing and still teaching, to the best of my knowledge. So good for him. So next up, I want to play um, a song from Horace Silver, who um, is a multi-instrumentalist, um, jazz pianist, composer, arranger. Um, he's been on the scene since about 1946, uh, he passed away in 2014 at the age of 85, sadly. But that's a good, long, well-lived life. And uh, he definitely left his mark on the jazz world. So let's, uh, let's have a listen to uh, Mr. Horace Silver and his song for my father.
song for my father. That's Horace Silver with his 1965 release, Song for My Father. Horace Silver Quintet, and that's uh, his most well-known song. It's, uh, it's a nice composition. I've always enjoyed it. It's, of course, that's what we refer to as the hard bop style of jazz. As of 2014, there were 180 versions of the song that have been recorded. Of, of note, um, for pop music, the opening bass piano notes were borrowed by Steely Dan for their song, Ricky Don't Lose That Number. If you recognized it, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. It's Mr. Horace Silver, yes, mag- magnificent player. Um, probably often uh, referred to as the hard bop king, because that's what, basically what he played for the duration of his career. I'm told he was a very fine gentleman. I'll have to take them at their word, because I never had the pleasure. So, why don't we go to um, a song now from uh, a gentleman I featured a few times, and I will continue to do so, because he's probably my favorite pianist in the world. Sadly, he passed away in uh, 2007, the age of 82. But you can get your picture taken with him at the NAC here in Ottawa at the statue dedicated to him. You can sit right beside him on his piano bench and have your photo taken. I've done it more than once, and when I have friends who come to visit town, it's one of the first places I take them to. Of course, you can sit at the bench and just listen to Oscar's music because it plays non-stop, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Oscar Peterson. From his 1986 recording, uh, Oscar Peterson, the composer, this is a live recording, by the way. This is the uh, the Bach Suite Allegro live. The late, great Oscar Peterson.
the late great Oscar Peterson, the Maharaja of the keyboard, OP to his friends, and without doubt, my favorite player. Um, I spend a lot of time listening to him, actually. Maybe an unhealthy amount of time now that I think about it, but that's okay. Music is great for the soul, and it's actually helping my migraine to dissipate a little bit. So, let's move it along just a little bit, shall we? I want to play a composition now from uh, Mr. Mark Sherman, who's, well, pianist, vibraphonist, uh, drummer, producer, arranger, author, author, and classical percussionist. Very accomplished musician. He's uh, he's quite young, actually, only 63. And he's been on the jazz scene for, oh, my goodness, um, I think since the early 70s. Yeah, he was about 21 in 1978. And uh, he began working on Broadway and in uh, the studio scene as a uh, uh, studio musician. Anyway, this uh, particular composition, that it, this is his version of the composition because it's been... Uh, this was actually written by Cole Porter as part of the Great American Songbook in 1944. And this uh, particular composition has been recorded, oh, hundreds of times. Some notable re- versions by uh, Ray Charles, John Coltrane, Ella Fitzgerald, Simply Red, Diana Krall, and Lady Gaga in 2014 on her album Cheek to Cheek. So, without any further ado, this is Mr. Mark Sherman with his version of Every Time We Say Goodbye from his album My Other Voice. Thank you. 
Sherman with his interpretation of Every Time We Say Goodbye. That was recorded just a few years ago, actually. It's a relatively recent um, version by him and his, his uh, band. So Mr. Sherman, actually, he studied at um, the High School Music of uh, High School of Music and Art in Manhattan in 1975, and uh, that, of course, would be the, the school that was featured in the uh, film and television series in the 80s, Fame. He, uh, he, he also uh, studied at Juilliard, and while at Juilliard, he met and became good friends with and frequently jammed with uh, Wynton Marsalis. So, some pretty serious company there. Yeah, like I said, he's been uh, recording for a long time, and he's, he's performed with Tony Bennett, Mel Torme, Lena Horne, Peggy Lee, Ruth Brown, Joe Beck, Maureen McGovern. So he's, yeah, quite an accomplished musician. Uh, that album actually was released in 2019, as I, I verify on my notes here. He's got a total of about 14, 14 or 15 albums um, as a leader or co-leader. And as a sideman, well, he's worked with literally everybody in, in both jazz and pop music. I mean, he's worked with um, Lena Horne, of course, as I mentioned earlier, but he's also worked with uh, Michael Bolton. And, believe it or not, he's even worked with Aerosmith, featured on the uh, Armageddon soundtrack from 1999. Uh, he's on the Lion King soundtrack, the original soundtrack. So he's a very busy, accomplished musician. I, I quite like this recording and, and his, his arrangement thereof. So now I want to play um, uh, a composition from a very young woman uh, from uh, Los Angeles. She's only 24, uh, so she was born in 1996. It's like, my goodness gracious. But what a spectacular player. She, um, she was taught piano at a very early age, and at 14 she became interested in jazz. I guess she went to the uh, L.A. County High School for the Arts, and uh, 17, she uh, had a commitment to perform at UCLA for three weeks. I guess she released her debut album in 2015. This uh, particular composition, I think, is from her most recent release. I'm not entirely sure, because sometimes it's, it's hard to get information on some artists. As she is quite young, but she has a very um, bright future ahead of her. She's often been described as a uh, traditional-style player, and yet is still rather brazen about the, uh, the mannerism in which she plays and her style. So, she's old and new all at the same time. Quite, uh, quite, quite the player, absolutely. Some of the accolades she's received from, uh, well, Downbeat Magazine, her de their description of her is, she's firmly established herself as a talent to watch and listen to closely so as not to miss one moment of her already already remarkable evolution. All About Jazz had this to say, a decisively brazen talent with an exhilarating control of her skills and vision and an intimate clairvoyance into all that has come before her. So she's quite well versed on the legacy of jazz while looking to the future at the same time. From the album Crime Zone, this is Connie Han with her composition, Pretty Women. 
from her 2018 album, her debut record with Mac Avenue Recordings. That's Connie Hahn with the song Pretty Women. Miss Hahn has a new record. Uh, should be released um, in a couple of days, actually. It's scheduled for a June 12th release, her new album, Iron Starlet. I haven't had a chance to um, listen to it yet because, well, it's not released. <laughs> However, um, she's changed her style a little bit for this record. On the, the cover album, uh, the album cover for Crime Zone, she looks more like a rock star than a jazz pianist. Where, whereas with her newest album, Iron Starlet, the cover has her in a uh, black evening dress, a uh, black evening gown, seated on the piano with a, um, a backlit uh, background, cityscape background. So... It's interesting to see where her career is going to go. She's certainly one to watch and someone that I will be paying much attention to in the future. As, uh, again, like her, her playing style is very traditional in many aspects and non-traditional in other aspects. So that's something to be appreciated. You can find all of this, uh, everything we listen to today, of course, on Spotify. And if you want to go to the Mac Avenue um, website. It's simply macavenue.com, M-A-C-K avenue.com, and just search for Connie Han. And you can find, uh, yeah, both albums there. You can purchase them if you like. And I do think they have a streaming service available, but uh, I, I haven't checked that out yet, to be honest with you. I should do that later today. But in the meantime, I'm going to go uh, lie down in a dark room with an ice pack on my head to try and get rid of this uh, terrible migraine that's been making my day a living hell. Yes, despite being in pain, I can still do this. This is about the extent of what I can do. <laughs> Wherever you are, I hope you're well. And until we meet again, scoodly wah 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 babies.